0: You're listening to Being Happy, where we cultivate happiness from within. I'm your host, Glennis Clarice, and I hope that you all are well in mind, body, and spirit. I have to share something with you, ladies and gents, because I am so geeked, and I never thought I would use the word geeked, okay? (laughs) Never. But I am so excited about these gadgets that I received last Friday. I'm legit excited that I am taking the steps to level up in my podcasting. So on September 29th, I wrote on a post-it, Daring Faith. And under that, I wrote, What Do I Dare Do? And this post-it is right in front of me on the wall. And I wrote two things as a must for me this year. One is launching A Forever Mood, which is my e-commerce store. More about that later. And the second is leveling up on the podcast. So last week's show, I was not going to release because me being me, I was not pleased at all with the sound quality. I know I'm recording in a different room, so I just, it it just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it, okay? But I made a commitment to myself and to all of you when I put the date out there of October 7th as the start of the second half of season three. So I had to do it. I did it, put it out there, okay, it's done. So the following day, I said, let me get serious about what I'm doing here. So I hopped on good old Amazon, which have seen me more times than I care to count (laughs) during this pandemic and ordered headphones and the most important investment, a microphone isolation shield, which is sort of like it's sort of like a a recording booth, so to speak, and um, which will help to give a, a cleaner sound. I hope that you all can tell a difference i am and uh, i am excited about that i'm happy i'm pleased about that in addition to making the investment in uh, equipment to level up with the podcast being happy will have its own home on the web and that will be mid to late november there will be a blog of course all of the episodes you will be able to find there as well in addition There will be a store for all things being happy. And lastly, part of my plan to level up is to start having guests on the show. So I'm starting next month and um, you will begin to hear some new voices here with me um, in the month of November leading into the first week of December as we close out the third season. So I hope that this is something you all can look forward to, because after all, we are on this journey of cultivating happiness together. In today's episode, I'm talking about getting in the game and what's required mentally in overcoming ourselves in order to win. I hope you enjoy episode 19 of Being Happy. Get in the game. Okay so I'm not a sports fanatic. I watch sports when I'm with others and if I'm out at a sports bar with friends pre-COVID I'll sit there and take it all in. But what you will not find me doing is going to the TV, turning it on, and sitting down to watch a game just because it's on. Now don't get me wrong I have my favorite teams like the Atlanta Falcons rise up and the LA Lakers but (laughs) I'm not going to be sitting in front of the TV on any given day of the week watching a game. But when I do watch a game, I'm not just paying attention to the stats or the players because, you know, it's hard (laughs) not to notice how good they look out there or how great the touchdown or the dunk was. But because I'm a very observant and reflective person, I tend to think beyond what I see out there. And this goes for any sport. It can be tennis, watching Serena, golf, watching Tiger, or boxing, watching Wilder or Fury. All the great athletes have something in common. Well, they all have a few things in common. But the number one thing that they had to make a decision to do was to get in the game. They knew that in order to be a part of the game, to play the game, To be the best in the game, to dominate the game, they needed to get in the game. Now, what I'm talking about when I say get in the game, I'm not just talking about physically. That's a given. It's a requirement. An athlete can't play a game unless they are physically there, present to do what they came to do. But listen to me. It's more, so much more than that. As with anything that we take on that requires a solid dedication, commitment, and a pouring of every ounce of our best into it, we have to mentally get over ourselves to master ourselves if we are to accomplish anything great in life. The first things athletes have to do even before they physically start training is master their mind, their thoughts what they believe about themselves and their ability and what they visualize and want the end game to be. Any athlete worth their weight in salt, they are not going to set themselves up by going into a game not being mentally prepared. Because if they are not mentally prepared, if they can't master their mind first, nothing else can be built upon that. The mind is the foundation that everything we do or don't do sits upon. Everything. I'm sure we all can look back at our lives and see where we played ourselves because we were caught up in our feelings or what we believed about ourselves and as a result we didn't do what we said we were going to do. Opportunities have slipped past us because we were in our head. Listening to that voice we oftentimes have to wrestle with in order to go after something we desire. We have to psych ourselves up to jump the hurdles of doubt, to throw fear from the free throw line and to tackle uh, the lack of self-confidence in order to position ourselves to get in the game. It takes work daily to win the mental war against those things. Think about it. When we hype ourselves up, when we are confident, when we know without a shadow of a doubt what we bring to the table and what is within us to build the lives that we desire, nothing can stop us because we have developed a belief within the mind that nothing or no one can take that from us. We know like we know like we know that we can dominate what we set out to do. And it's not about being cocky or conceited. That's a low-level vibration, and that's different from, from what this level of knowing is. Athletes know what's within themselves. Otherwise, they wouldn't even be out there. They know what they bring to the game mentally. The physical agility that they possess, that comes second to that. If you take time out and go watch videos of athletes, some of the greats, the legends, colby LeBron, Serena, to name a few. Really listen to them and what you will learn is that it's not just about the physical aspect of what they're doing, although that is very important, but they talk about the dedication, the commitment, the learning, the pushing past mental, emotional, and even physical limitations to get where they are. Now imagine if they didn't master themselves mentally. Would they have the confidence, stamina, determination to master themselves physically? No. Would they be legends today? Probably not. In order for something to happen for you, you have to believe in yourself, not just in the thing you want to happen but in yourself, in who God created you to be. You have to believe in yourself as a whole complete person and your ability to get it done. We can dream all day long, but if we don't believe in the dreamer and overcome the doubts, the fear, the lack of confidence, the negative voices in our head, and those of the naysayers, the dreams that we dream for ourselves will never manifest showing us that the simple yet difficult act of believing in ourselves enough to get in the game and stay there was the seed that we needed to plant all along. It's so easy to get up every morning and say, okay, today is the day. (laughs) I'm going to believe in myself and my ability and the potential to be so much more than what I am today. It's so easy to say that. How many times have we said it? I've said it. But if you have not mastered your mind in doing what needs to be done to back you up in believing in yourself, that's where it becomes difficult and tricky. Because at any point throughout the day, if anything goes left, anything that throws you off track mentally, what happens? The excitement and the momentum fades. And before you know it, a month, three months, six months, a year has gone by and you look at yourself and you're not even off the sidelines. we got to play to win, folks. We can't cross the sea by just looking at the water and saying we're going to cross it, but not mentally doing anything to prepare us for that task. We can't win the game without putting ourselves mentally into it first. I have a clip that I'm going to share and um, I came across it from... Motiversity on YouTube, um, that is from a full interview that Patrick Brett David did with Kobe Bryant. Um, His YouTube is Value Entertainment. Links are in the description box. Um, This, I believe, was one of Kobe's last interviews, if not the last interview. Listen carefully to this clip because you will hear Kobe saying what he had to do to get in the game now keep in mind physical agility comes second to mastering yourself and the mind and kit Ke- and Kobe knew how to do this very well
1: everything was done to try to learn how to become a better basketball player everything everything and so when you have that point of view then literally the world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft so because you know what you want the world's giving you exactly the information you 100% to better at it. because you know what you're looking for so many guys tell stories about your work ethic yeah what was really your work ethic like and for how long did you stay disciplined um, well I mean I mean, every day. I mean, since, you know, 20 years. I mean, it was an everyday process in trying to figure out strengths and weaknesses. For example, jumping ability. Now, my vertical was a 40. It wasn't a 46 or a 40, 45. Um, my hands are big, but they're not massive. right? So you got to figure out ways to strengthen them so your hands are strong enough to be able to palm a ball and do the things that you need to do. Uh, quickness. I was quick, but not insanely quick. I was fast, but not ridiculously fast. right? So I had to rely on skill a lot more I had to rely on angles a lot more I had to study the game a lot more and uh, but I enjoyed it though so like from the time I was I can't remember when I started watching the game I studied the game Mm -hmm. and it just never changed it's a good separation for me you know emotionally to be able to put myself in a place where at practice or when I'm training or during games I switch my mind to something else Switch my mode into something else, right? For me, it's the equivalent of Maximus, Desmus, Meridius, and Gladiator picking up the dirt, smelling the dirt. It's go time, right? So that was my mental switch. It was like an actor getting ready for a film. You got to put yourself in that cage. When you're in that cage, you are that character. And then when you leave there, it's something completely different. But when I'm in that cage, bro, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. (laughs) Leave me alone. How did you get mentally and emotionally so strong where it doesn't bother you? Well, you know, it's, you got to look at the reality of the situation. You know, like for me, it's not, you know, you, you kind of got to get over yourself. It's not about you, man. Like, okay, you feel embarrassed. You're not that important. Like, <laughs> get over yourself. That's where you go. Get over yourself. Right, like you're worried about how people may perceive you and like you're walking around and it's embarrassing because you shot five air balls, get over yourself, right? And then after that, it's okay, well why did those air balls happen? Got it. High school, year before, we played 35 games, max, right? Week in between, spaced out, plenty of time to rest. In the NBA, it's back to back to back to back to back to back to back. I didn't have the legs. So you look at the shot, every shot was online. Every shot was on line, but every shot was short, right? I got to get stronger. I got to train differently. The weight training program that I'm doing, I got to tailor it for an 82-game season mm-hmm. so that when the playoffs come around, my legs are stronger and that ball gets there. So I look at it with rationale and say, okay, well, the reason why I shot air balls is because my legs aren't there. I got on well, next year they'll be there. That was it. Done. Done.
0: Rest in peace, Kobe. Until next time, stay inspired, empowered, and most of all, happy.